If no one was around, what would you choose? If no one was influencing you, what direction would you take? And I'm talking about your partners, your kids, your mom, your dad, the strangers that are following you. Like, what would you really do? Welcome to the Hello Life Academy podcast with Megan Moore. As a busy mom of two kids and two dogs and a passion for supporting women in business, this podcast is going to give you everything you need to start building a business you love. Thanks for joining us and let's get on with the show. So it's been a very big year for you, Megan. Lots and lots of movement. Like actual moves too. (laughs) Yes, yes. Literal movement has been going on and adventure and change. And uh, it all sort of started a while back with the tiny home. Yeah. Okay, first of all, where did that little flicker, that little bit of inspiration come from when you were like, yeah, I'm going to go live in a tiny home? So... You know, kind of to to give a little short, quick story, but which would probably be longer because I'm a talker. Um, Last year, so 2019, my partner and I decided that we would begin the process of divorce, Mm -hmm. begin the process, Um, the big D. So when we were doing that, I got it in my head that I don't want to be in the city anymore. Right. I don't want all this stuff that Mm -hmm. was supposed to make me happy, like the big house, the nice cars, all these things. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take the kids and go live in a tiny home on the property in Golden, B.C., which didn't seem crazy at all to me, which is how I knew it was going to be a good decision. Nice. And he said, yeah, good idea. Go. So we started looking into tiny homes that I could buy and um, moved forward with the the whole process in January of 2020. And that was a good time because everybody knows what happened shortly after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there has been a really big boom in the tiny home okay. industry. Yeah, I can see that because I would, you know, we've even been talking like, oh, it'd be so nice to work remotely on a beautiful mm-hmm. acreage. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's so that's also what I thought. I was like, I can work my business from anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've been in business for five years. I've got that foundation. I have clients. I've got the marketing going. Right. So I could be free. Right. That's what I thought. I'll be free in my tiny home with my <laughs> two kids, my two dogs and my business. <laughs> And then uh, when I got the home, which was really exciting. It was, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I'm tooting my own horn, but I did a modern farmhouse style and it just is so beautiful. Like you have to go look at the, at the Instagram or, or join the Facebook group, the tiny rose hip, because it's so beautiful and I love it so much. And I have to tell everyone, it does not feel small. So it's 400 square feet. And I've never been in that house and said, I need more space. Oh. Wow. Yeah, 400 square feet is tiny. It so is. So just tiny. to give us an idea, like your home home. Yeah. It's quite a big change from size so, wise. <laughs> yeah, so I went from 3500 square feet right and to 400 square feet. So in the process from January till May, I got rid of almost everything. Wow. Like a lot of stuff. I kept a lot of my clothes. I tried to get rid of them, but I just, I couldn't. I was like, everyone said, you need to get rid of more clothes. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. So those are still, you know, I still have those. Um, But yeah, 3,500 square feet, way too much stuff, way too many appliances, small appliances, instant pots, all those things, way too much, 
too much, just too much. And what was happening, I think, is, and I I really, I don't blame this on the relationship, like on the relationship ending, but when you have so much stuff, you're always trying to get more Mm -hmm. and you do have a shitty marriage and you're like, let's get this. Yeah. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't change the underlying feelings that you both don't have for each other. Totally, totally. Like, yeah, filling your your empty spaces with shit. Yeah, and and I didn't know I was doing that. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's just I I wasn't aware. So through the process of getting rid of things... I developed a self a level of self-awareness that was unlike anything I've experienced. It was it was a transformation, but through that transformation and a lot of people watched me go through this. I, you know, was a little bit depressed. I lost confidence. I felt confused. Right. But coming onto the other side of it, I'm gaining confidence that I didn't know was even possible. I have real genuine conversations with people. I'm more, you know, established in my boundaries. Like, no, I don't want to work with with you. No, I do. Like all of these things. So just by saying yes to the tiny house and no to all the stuff. Yeah. It it brought a level of self-awareness. So that was that was fantastic. But moved from this 3,500 square foot into the tiny. But during that, we sold our house within 20 days, the big house. He got an apartment. I got the tiny. And then I was in the tiny house. Mm hmm. For four weeks. Right. And I made a huge decision to come back to the city. <laughs> I love this. I, there's, it's, this is really cool because I remember the day I decided I was moving to Canada uh-huh. and it was a stampede breakfast. I was literally due to go to the airport from the stampede breakfast, get on the plane and go home. And that was the end of my Canadian experience that would have been the end of it and I was talking to someone I don't even know who he was um but he literally and it was a stampede breakfast so I'd had a few mimosas and he said to me well why don't you stay and I was like yeah why and he's like you can always go back yeah and that is whoever this purse this parking lot angel was parking lot mimosa (laughs) pancake angel who said why not? Because you can always go back. I am obsessed with that because, um, you know, we, we have to talk about this. There's so much pressure that we put on ourselves and what other people put on us. Like, why would you move to Canada? Why would you stay right. there? Why would you get a tiny? Why would you live there? Uh, pull, you know, I had people say, pull up your big girl panties. You can get it done. You can stay. You can do it all, Megan. You're strong. Right. And it's like, but I don't want to. Yes. I don't, I don't want to live here in the mountains by myself right now. Totally. Right now. Yeah. yeah. And that's where, you know, we want to talk today about projections, fear, and allowing yourself to make changes. Mm-hmm. And you had a complete stranger say, why not? Exactly. And that's all you needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, you're right. 20 years later, here we are. Oh my gosh, you've yeah. been here for 20 years? Yeah. Oh, I love this story. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. So f- I spent four weeks in, in the tiny. <laughs> and I want everyone to know I really do that. It wasn't about the tiny being small or the tiny not being a good fit. I would move the tiny here mm-hmm. to the city and live in it. Um, but through my season of going through everything, moving, mm-hmm. selling my house, going through a divorce, you know, c- 
corona happening yeah. i i needed to be around people yeah i yeah. needed my support totally like that's a time in your life where okay maybe for four weeks it's great to be like I need to be in the, I'm going to go be mountain Megan leave me alone I need my time I'm going to go get my my thoughts to like maybe that's exactly what you needed for that time and to come back and refocus I love that you're saying that because that's exactly how I saw it yeah. um I saw it as if I would not have gone there for four weeks and lived in the mountains and done the tiny and frig, if you've ever, if you've seen pictures, I completely developed like the whole place, the land. I was shoveling right. things. I've, I learned how to mow. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I, I learned how to use a lawnmower. <laughs> I took out the trash. I did. I did so many things that I thought I wasn't capable right. of doing because I was in a situation for years where I was told you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You you're not strong enough. You're not smart right. enough. You're not anything enough. And those four weeks tr- just changed me. They changed me. I learned how to do things on my own. I learned how to stand up for myself. I also learned how to make my own choice. Right. Ah. So I love, I just love hearing you say that because it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in God and mm-hmm. God would not have put me there. Right. If I was not able to do it. Yes. But then it was like, look, Megan, you're capable of all these really beautiful things. And why can't you do both? Right. Why can't you have the tiny and be in the city? Mm-hmm. So I started to think around the fire by myself, which gets really lonely. Yes. I'm, a, I'm a people person. It's so true. And we do. We all have these glorified images of being out in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. And you're... You're, I think we're very similar where we're our own worst enemies because we set a challenge and you nail it. And it's mm-hmm. like everyone suddenly is like, oh, you're such a strong, independent woman and you can do this and you've got this. And then it's like, but what if I just actually want to not do this? Oh, we are so the same person. It's it's ridiculous because it that's exactly it. I, I kept hearing like, oh, you're so strong. I got messages every single day saying I admire what you're doing I love what you're doing your adventure is so great and and I was like it is great but I'm done with it and I don't want to do it anymore because I'm tired Mm -hmm. I'm getting really cranky with the mosquitoes I love the mountains but I really really again need my support Mm -hmm. so you know, I was sitting there one day around the fire and, and I looked around and I was like, I'm so blessed to have this. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for the, the last four weeks, the last few months, but I'm going back. Right, right. So within three days, I found another house in the city, which is a lot smaller yeah. than my first home. Uh, re-registered the kids for school in mm-hmm. the city and um, quietly moved back. I didn't really yeah. make a big announcement yeah, yeah. Uh, and just did it because... I didn't want outside influences to start changing my choice. Totally. And then there was probably, I would imagine, like when you're getting all of that support saying, oh, I admire what you're doing. I wish I could do that. I, I Like, this is incredible. There was probably a little bit of like, oh, well, now I'm letting these people down because I'm not living their dream. Like, I'm not following other people's dreams or. Oh, holy Hannah. Like, I still, I go into our Facebook group, the Tiny Rose Hip, and I have comments on there and they're loving people. They're mm-hmm. they're they're coming from a place of love, but their comments are, are like, oh, I, I didn't know you moved back or why did you move back or right. why didn't you stay or what are you really doing? And I'm like, I'm sorry. But then I realize 
that's their dream. Yes. That's their vision for me. And I can still inspire and support and move forward. But yeah, I felt like I was letting not only my kids down because my kids also were like, what are you doing? We're moving again. But I felt like I was letting thousands of strangers down. That's a big risk to take. I had one dude in a parking lot and three mimosas and I just made a (laughs) random decision. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't, you know, and it also wasn't the time of social media when I made my big change so that it wasn't a sudden all of my friends know this is my big Mm -hmm. change this is what I'm doing and then then it's it's different um and it's it's also really important I think for people to understand that it's it's not a failure yeah and that is really huge because I think again you and I are similar you set yourself a challenge and just because the end goal has changed Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you failed like you've succeeded you've still got a beautiful tiny house Mm -hmm. on a beautiful piece of land that you can go to whenever you want yeah and I think that that's that's one of the things I've learned from this and I hope other people can learn as well just through me Mm -hmm. that there really is no bad choice yeah and it's not a bad decision it just is what it is and you move forward and you honestly you say thank you yes thank you for this thank you for that I love it. Um, and the tiny has been my greatest choice that I've made in 2020. Mm-hmm. It really has been because now it's a business. Yes. It's fully rented out. People love staying there and I get to share it. I I, I get to share that with the world. Yeah. I get to share other people's dreams of even staying in a tiny mm-hmm. and being isolated in the mountains with the world. So it was an opportunity. I didn't When I got the tiny, it was meant to be my home in my mind. But like you just said, goals and visions change and there is no bad choice. So I'm so, I really am so thankful that I spent all that money right, (laughs) and time and just, I just, I don't know. I just have to say thank you so much to myself. Like, thanks for listening and trusting your gut for like the first time in a long time. That's huge. That is so important. And like you said, you, you're doing things that you never thought you could do it and it might be small it might be like mowing the lawn or you know okay that's big (laughs) that one's big well when when you're living on a piece of land like that yeah it's big (laughs) but you know that that's i think where the that authentic real like for you it's going to be different for Mm -hmm. me it's going to be different i never thought like i'm in my 30s and I never thought I could do those things. You know, I signed up for utilities and I take the recycling out and I take the kit. I make all their lunches. And I know that for some people, like, I already do this. But for me, those are the things that I obviously needed to learn in my life right Mm -hmm. now. And I'm thankful for them. But I would, you know, I learned how to change light bulbs, which again sounds ridiculous. (laughs) But I'm like, I don't want to do this. This is a job I don't want to (laughs) do. I just have this image of if you forcing yourself to stick it out and in like a year's time me having to like dig you out of a bush like you've gone feral <laughs> you've got a light bulb in your hand you're not quite sure what to do yeah it's it, it, I've I learned a lot like a lot compostable toilets yeah. reducing things like yeah. you know using the weed whacker bear spray and mm-hmm. just anything that I was afraid of was put in front of me I and it was it. like handle this i'm like all right i'll handle it even though it's kind of in a fog I'm yeah. like i've got this 
I am mama bear and I'm doing it all. So I, I'm just so thankful for the tiny house and, and for doing that. And I'll always have it. And now guess yeah. what? I can go there anytime. Mm-hmm. I can go there. Yeah. I can bring my friends. I can like do the rosé thing and, yeah. and light a fire. And I think that the important thing for people to remember when they're making a choice and then maybe making another choice mm-hmm. is to close your eyes and really think about if no one was around mm-hmm what would you choose? If no one was influencing you, what direction would you take? And I'm talking about your partners, your kids, your mom, your dad, the strangers that are following you. Like, what would you really do? Right. Again, it comes back to, I think our personalities being really similar. It's so difficult to take what feels like the easy path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That for me is... I always feel like that's the wrong path because it's the easy path. But when I've looked back on any of those decisions I've made where this is going to simplify my life, it's going to make me happier, it's going to make me healthier, it's going to make me more money, like whatever it this easy route is, I always resist it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's going to make you happier, healthier, you know, bring, yeah. complete your life, it's, why not? It's because... You know, we've been conditioned to to believe and through all this personal development books and everything online, it's like, you know, if it if it takes you out of your comfort zone, that means you mm-hmm. should do it. And yeah, you should. But also trust, trust what's happening with your mental health, trust yes. what's happening with with you emotionally. And and for me, yeah, it might have seemed to be easier to come back, but I was like, that's where I want to be. That's where mm-hmm. my people are. And like financially, I was like, that's not actually going to be easier. Now right. I've got this tiny, this new house, all of this shit going on. Yeah. But yeah, like we've just been conditioned. Step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But don't step out of your comfort zone if it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. And and if I would have stayed, I don't know what would have happened, but I'm making an assumption here. If I would have stayed, I would have resented that tiny house. Yeah. I would have been... Just like a hot mess express. Right. I would and and who knows, maybe next year we'll be here recording. I'll be like, I'm back in the tiny. <laughs> you can always go can back. Always go. <laughs> I love that. It's so true. Yeah. I so appreciate you listening to today's episode. Make sure to leave a review, subscribe, and tag us on social media so we can keep the conversation going. I'll see you next week on the Hello Life Academy podcast.